Want to ring the bell? All right. Ding, ding. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. I am Garrett. I am Carson. And we are going to talk Prey, a, another Predator sequel and a long, long line of Predator sequels. This is a Hulu original, which mm-hmm. ranks above Netflix originals. On what Do, merit? On quality of wanting to watch them, I think. I mean, what what are you saying? Uh, so, so basically, or... I have Amazon Prime movies, then I have Netflix, and then I have Hulu movies. I just don't know what you're basing that off of. What Hulu originals have you seen that you know just magically put them above Netflix? The the one with Frank Grillo. <laughs> it's the one that's oh, popping okay. in my mind. The boss level, boss <laughs> <Yeah>. level, and <laughs> yeah. I will. And uh, the Andy Samberg time loop one was pretty good. That was good too. Yeah, I remember we had but a few I of them. Feel like. I think we're dealing with a volume issue here. I think Netflix does a lot more and a lot more mediocre and bad ones, and I just I don't watch many Hulu ones. So I'm just telling you, like the big Netflix movies that we get excited for that we do uh, either on, yeah. but then they haven't been very good. Well, I mean, like Gray Man was fine. It wasn't right. bad. It's was disappointing. Um, yeah, I mean, like Red Notice was okay. Um, but I mean, Netflix has had to talk up Six Underground. No, I did not like Six Underground. <laughs> but I feel like the problem is like Netflix probably has just as many highs as Hulu. Uh, but I also I, I spend more time on Netflix, so I feel like well, I'm a little. Yeah, I have a a month to run through this free free Hulu shows. So we are we are Huluing September. You could make a run through uh, Handmaid's Tale if you want. It's dark and bleak, though. I'm not sure. I mean, we got through it pretty quick, but it's a little tough. Well, there's a few shows on there that we've we've watched, though. Welcome to uh, Wrexham. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney. McElhinney. Mm-hmm. Uh, find <laughs> the soccer team, uh, the football team. That's pretty good. And then uh, we're watching Only Murders in the Building. Oh yeah, Steve Martin. Yep, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and then uh, we just started The Bear, which is a, we watched one episode, oh, okay, and it's one. about a, a okay. cook, which a cook. gives me. Uh huh. I know what you called think. the bear. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm thinking. Why? Anytime you mention a cook, though, oh, I, thought, yeah. I thought you immediately go. Is to the under bear siege. just a cook? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. We'll find out. Have you gotten to see the bear's file yet? No, not in episode one, but I feel like he could. He could okay. be a Green Beret or whatever is the list. <laughs> well, of. Well, he was a SEAL, I assume? He Casey might, Ryback? He had to be a SEAL, right? He was in the Navy. He was a SEAL. Yeah. But I feel like he had eight different things that you probably uh, couldn't yeah. be at the same time as a SEAL. I would say that's probably likely, yes. Nine Purple Hearts and Medal of Honors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, we've we've been going through going through Hulu stuff, but today we're talking talking prey, predator. But before we get to that, let's uh, let's go to our sponsor for this episode, the Exit Room in Lee Summit. Hey guys, 
as we all start to return to normal after two years of absolute craziness, I've got an idea for something a little different for you to do with your friends and family. Something that gets you out of the house, interacting with actual human beings, and back into the world. We're proud to introduce you to The Exit Room. Go check out this incredible escape room business located in historic downtown Lee Summit, Missouri. The Exit Room is a family-owned, five-star rated, one-of-a-kind escape room experience that has been entertaining the Casey metro area for nearly seven years now. They have five uniquely designed escape room adventures guaranteed to challenge, amuse, and even amaze you. Gather your party and come check out their friendly staff, their amazing decor, and contagious energy as you solve puzzles, riddles, and unravel mysteries. But hurry, the Exit Room is retiring two of their rooms very soon and replacing them with new adventures. Use promo code 2VIEWS at checkout for a 20% discount. That's the numeral 2 and the word VIEW, no spaces. The Exit Room. Unplug. Interact. Escape. All right. Thank you, Exit Room. I say let's get right into this. I'm going to read the blurb, and then we'll get going. On the Great Plains in 1719, Naru, a fierce and highly skilled Comanche warrior, sets out to protect her people when an unknown danger threatens them. But the prey she's stalking turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal. This was directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who directed 10 Cloverfield Lane and an episode of Black Mirror. And it stars Amber Midthunder, Dakota Beavers, Michelle Trush, Stormy Kip, and Julian Black Antelope. Um, I had a thought. I want to run it by you. Okay. I kind of feel like there's no point in trying to be spoiler-free about Prey. Because in the end, it's just a Predator movie. And there's only so many ways you can go with a Predator movie. Now, you can be good and you can be bad. We've seen that, right? Predator is really good. Predator 2 is okay. Everything else is absolutely terrible. But the in the end... Predators... Or Predators. Predators, yes. Isn't, was isn't bad. Okay, yeah. The Predator was nightmarishly bad. <laughs> Which we, um, I still need to see again because there's no way ooh. that lives up to, to how no. bad it is in my head. <laughs> no. So I guess I guess I just feel like... The stage is set. Everybody knows what a Predator movie is. You know there's going to be the Predator arriving. You know there's going to be a fight. You know people are going to die. I just I don't know that I feel the need to dance around spoilers. I just feel like you just get into it. Okay, so before we, we just dive straight to spoilers, you want us to give, give your rating before we dive into that? So if you want to cut off now, you at least know oh, what, yeah, what, that's what Garrett fair. thinks. How about that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I was between a three and a half and a four. Oh. Um, I, I thought it was solid, uh, not earth shattering, not not something that I'm like, oh my god, everybody's got to go see it. And, and maybe some of that is due to, you know, really really low expectations. But I like the setting. I like the Native American throwback. I thought they kept it kind of small and tight and didn't try to do too much. I thought um, there was a some questionable CGI at times, but thankfully not related to the predator. I thought the predator looked great and everything. So, um, I watched it in Comanche, which you could do on Hulu. You could watch it subtitled and watch them speak and or hear them speak in Comanche. So I did that, which I think helped a little bit. So I enjoyed it. I probably, I think I ended up at a four, uh, 
just just because probably like I said, low expectations, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good Predator movie. Like cool, cool way of mixing it up by throwing it back in time, keeping it pretty low key. You don't have like you know twenty army guys with rockets and grenades that could take it out or whatever. You got to figure out how to do it with just you know a hatchet. So I enjoyed it. I did not know that was an option to watch it in Comanche. Yeah, on Hulu you could pick uh, Comanche. Hmm. I did wonder why the commands to the dog were in Comanche and they spoke English to the rest. Yeah, I was like mixing through. I was like, well, that's just you know America for you. But for sure, that's, and that's cool. They so hold on. So it wasn't dubbed. Did they film it twice? No, I think it was dubbed. I think when you watch it. They're, I think they filmed it in English. Okay. And then I think the dub over is Comanche. Okay. Because I, I was like, I don't remember them seeing, seemed dubbed, but that, okay. That makes yeah. makes more sense. Um, You mentioned the, the back in time. Uh, I liked that. I liked the taking a property and displacing it to give a little different twist. And I don't know where I saw this. It may have even been you or, or somebody we know, or it could have been online. I don't know. So I don't know who to give this credit for, but I like the trend of this, of, you know, you could put aliens in ancient Japan, you know, and have them samurai fighting, uh, you know, the xenomorphs or you know, they gave a few mm-hmm. examples, but that was the only one that I could come up with. I was like, yeah, I, I, I like that idea of, mm-hmm. of potentially breathing new life into these otherwise uh, stale properties. It's like we haven't figured out a way to make it different. And mm-hmm. really the setting is the only thing that's that's kind of different to your point earlier of it's a Predator movie. It's just set in a different time. So it's a little bit, it's got that extra twist to it, but if you boil it down to the basics, it's a predator movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, I did enjoy it. Um, I don't know that I'm as high on it as you, I think as I was probably around a three, I could get up to a three and a half. Um, I was pleased, but I wasn't blown away. I don't think it has a huge rewatchability factor of, I want to make sure that I, I see it again at some point, but, uh, I am glad I watched it. So I think, as I'm talking this out, I think I'm going to stick stick with the three. I think that's fair. I think um, I think the rewatchability factor just comes down to the novelty of the change in setting and stuff only goes so far, right? It keeps mm-hmm. it fresh for that one viewing, but in the end, it's a Predator movie, and you've seen some iteration of it five, six times now, right? So, like, it, yeah. The varnish so wears in the off jungle, on, on, in the city, you know, on another right. another jungle, <laughs> <You know? laughs> right? And to that point, you know, when when you made your comment about um, putting it in a different time and how that could work, I kind of feel like that only works once as well. Because truthfully, I'm not gonna think it's that much different to watch this in the 1700s America versus like 200 BC. Because, you know, at some point, it's just humans with sticks and stones. And mm-hmm. there's not that much of a difference between the evolution of humans between, you know, ancient Egypt and Native Americans in the 1700s. Like, it's just, when it comes to watching and their fighting styles, it's all just like, okay, Native American tribesmen versus Roman warriors. Is it really that different to see it? No. but So I think it works one time, and that's it. Well, right. I'm not su- suggesting do Predator in Japan. 
you know, right. ancient Japan. I, I'm saying if you mix it up with a different property of shift it there, I think Predator's done. Yeah, but that's that's kind of what I, I was circling back around to that because I feel like that that all leads to your rewatchability thing. It, it's good. It's a one trick pony at this point in time, right? Like you, you got me, you got me in there by putting it in Native America and setting it back in time, but it's not going to make me rewatch it a ton anymore. I don't know that I'll ever rewatch it again. It, I mean, it's it's good. I liked it, but it's it, it's a one time thing. So, what would you do with the franchise? You have you have Predator. Garrett bought a studio and it came with the Predator franchise. What do you do to make a new one? You don't. I mean, it's at some you point you've disti- you've extinguished you it. You got to do right? something. You got to put something out there. No, I, I think that's part of the problem with Hollywood today. I think you just got to let things be. You can't always just keep going back to the well. Like it just some some things need to wrap up. You can't always do it. So if I were in charge of Predator stuff, I would just be like. It's on the shelf. Like maybe the next generation, like in fifty years, maybe when people are got a hankering for some nostalgia and really want it to come back, sure. But like, why? You're, it's kind of like the Alien franchise, right? Like you you keep pumping these things out, but it's such, such low quality that you've now diminished your. I mean, Alien and Aliens were great. T one and T two, great. Predator one, great. But these things have limited scope and storytelling capabilities before you just you've recycled it over and over again and now you look at these franchises there there was nothing better than like T2 Predator and Aliens in the early 90s right those franchises were solid now you look at them you're like okay do i really no. want to see this again another one yeah yeah so move on i i think if i'm the head of the studio i i kill the predator and i put a moratorium on it and i say what is it like? There's some, there's some like X number of years before it goes into like the common, whatever, like where Winnie the Pooh lives now, right? Like it can uh, be a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. If, if you get to year 90, okay, then maybe we reboot it and we keep it to ourselves. But in the wow. end, like, I don't know that it's worth, they can't be making money on these things. Yeah. Well, they, we, we watched it. Yeah. But it also went only to streaming and how much revenue are they really getting off of that versus they're what banking. Predator, I, Predator I forget this free trial. They're banking. I forget the Hulu free trial and they're going to get my 12 bucks out of it. And so that'll yeah. be, uh, but it's a, see, to me, I mean, you're not, you're not, th- you're thinking as a, a movie watcher, not a studio head because you have this property and you get, Mm-hmm. And you don't want to waste it because it's a known property. Just because it says Predator, you're going to get certain people in the seats. Like that's just same with Aliens. You're going to have some sort mm-hmm. of Alien spinoff. You're guaranteed X. And then you hope that it, it's good enough to bring in, you know, word of mouth for other people. So the only thing that I came up with was you got to go to Predator Homeworld. And I think you have an advantage. With Is that Predator. what they did in Predators? Predator, no, it was Predators. just a whole hunting planet. It wasn't like a predator home world, like where I, I, cities and stuff. You know, I'll cut you off here. The okay. the whole going to the home planet with well, like many a predator is just no. The the advantage that you have at least with predator versus alien is that they are of some sort of humanistic, you know, qualities that you can they can have personalities and whatever, and so you sure. can actually have interactions. And so that's that's the only way that I think this this can continue is is some sort of different society where you you see them before and or after they go on their great hunt no way i wouldn't i would not pay to see that movie 
I mean, what what about seeing a predator society even sounds remotely fun? I don't know. I don't know what they do there. Maybe you, someone you watch a predator movie because it's a monster movie essentially. It's a slasher movie in the guise mm-hmm. of an alien movie. So you don't but, you don't then go want to see a planet full of Jeffrey Dahmer's just because you like or, or Silence of the Lambs. You don't want to go see a planet full of Buffalo Bills just because you like the killer. Well, but you know? see, they they did something different with Predator. They they turned him to like in, in Alien versus Predator. They turned him more to our side, and so we're of, not acknowledging that. Acknowledging <laughs> Alien versus Predator, no. <laughs> well, that's that's part of it. I mean, they have a code, you know. They, they you can kind of tell throughout the movies that they don't fight somebody with a weapon if they don't have a weapon, type of thing. Sure. So uh, they won't use their weapons unless um, somebody else has one. And so we see that there's some sort of honor system and whatnot that could could i'm not saying it would be good or somebody would put the time to make it good but could make the home world something interesting to see no zero desire to see this movie <laughs> kill it you i feel you said that after the last one and then you you just gave this one a, what a four star so you say kill it after the the predator sure yeah it, it should have died after the predator like this one to me is a solid movie but it's not like enough to move the needle on the franchise i now i don't sit here now and think but that the franchise is in i did because i like the time setting i thought that was cool but it's not enough to revive the franchise it's not enough to for me to say i want more like i do not want to see a sequel to prey i really don't even have a desire to see another predator movie it's just it's played out it's been done like but it's kind of like what you it, say sometimes. Point. Like, it may be played out, but you watched it. You you showed up. They did something that, been, that intrigued you. Theaters, they did something that intrigued it, you. They got you. I, I wouldn't have gone to the it. theaters and seen it. Maybe with your new movie pass that you would. <laughs> sure. No, I probably wouldn't have. I, it wasn't worth my time to go watch it. Um, you know, Will I take a, a gamble on it sitting on my couch for an hour and a half? Yeah, sure. But... If it's if it's another like I'm telling you, if they roll out Prey Two and it's going to the planet of the Predators, I'm not watching it. It wouldn't be Prey Two. It'd be <laughs> I know some, some sort of thing, but it it may be just a streaming where it's free on your Amazon or or whatever or Hulu, I guess. Um, but I do think they'll get you again. Mark, you mark gotta my let words. these things. You gotta let them mark die. my words. Hollywood does not let anything die ever, and they need to let them die. It's money. It's it's not about the story. It's about the money. So we're going to see more. At some point, people are not going to shell out money for Predator movies. It doesn't about, have that much what about a, power anymore. a Predator versus Terminator? Do you want to, do you want to see that fight? No. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm over the whole... I think Alien versus Predator and Freddy versus Jason killed the whole... like Crossover? N- yeah, crossover vibe that everybody was craving for, that comic books were giving people and video games were giving people. And then when you finally see it you know, in, on the big screen, it, it's just not good. And, and part of it's because nobody wants anybody to ever win anything, right? Like it's like watching Batman versus Superman. Well, we can't have anybody clearly win, you know, like because we can't have. Or it's like The Rock and Vin Diesel fighting in Fast and the Furious. It's written in the contract we can't have them win. You have to so, eat like, equal they, punches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, what's the point in watching this fake fighting stuff? Like, if there's not going to be any any true, you know, not sacrifice, but any true. Uh, effects come out of it it's just it just watched a sparring match for an hour and a half well i will say that uh i have lost hope that we're gonna get our movie about the johns john oh, rambo yeah, that's not happening 
John Matrix, the commando, and uh, yep. John McClane. <laughs> that that needed to happen no later than about ninety eight, and uh, <laughs> uh, time is well past. The, the, on that the, one. the best we got was Expendables, and that that uh, just didn't quite hit. No, and, and I think now you have to pivot to the Book of Chris. That's what you'd have to do. You'd the have book to of Chris. have. Well, I guess that doesn't make <laughs> well, sense. Well, that's the real names. names. Yeah, yeah, that's not the characters. That doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we could have revived it with John Wick. We could have. We could have had Keanu get in the mix, right? So we could have more John. John Wick. I know. We could have had it, but that door <laughs> slammed shut. Okay, so pray. Um, I know we just gave our thoughts on it, our our overall, but. Um, aside from the time setting and aside from, you know, the language that we talked about, is there, what, what is there to say about this movie? Okay. Well, the main actress, I got uh, strong Aubrey Plaza vibes. I, I can see you, that. Yeah. I think it was all in the eyes. I think her eyes looked. And so it, a little bit. It, yeah. It, uh, and I've seen pictures of her. Uh, after, because I kind of looked her up, and I don't necessarily think that's the case. So I don't know if it was the uh, the the paint she had on uh, or what, but it really emphasized, and I got that, which transferred Aubrey's craziness to me. And so mm-hmm. I thought, like, this girl's kind of nuts, and I like it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that was that was me. I don't know if that was conveyed to other people, just because I I like Aubrey Plaza. Um, yeah, and so I, I kind of moved that over. But I, but I liked it. I liked the I liked the plot. Um, I liked when I mean, you got the the we're in spoilers now. If if people didn't mm-hmm. realize that, but <laughs> um, you know it's it's the girl that doesn't want the traditional girl job. You know she wants to be a hunter, um, which I thought she did that well. Uh, she didn't just jump into it and be amazing at it. You know it showed that she wasn't all that good at first. He thought she was good because she's wheeling that uh that tomahawk into the tree you know mm-hmm. and you're like oh like she's legit and then when she's <laughs> then she's trying to hunt with it and it doesn't quite go according to plan um yep. but but i like that whole sequence I, I liked all that i liked her uh going on the hunt um obviously we knew the predator was out there so there wasn't a a, a what is it monster movie type thing that you would get um most movies, like if this was the first one, and you didn't know it was Predator, I think it would have been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But you, but you lose a lot of that because you're just like, yeah, that's a bear and that's a cat. Uh, let's get to the Predator. You know, mm-hmm. it was a little bit of a slow movie at times. I felt like, um, as much as I said it was kind of like short and compact, it, it definitely had its moments where it spent time building up her character. It spent time with her relationship with her, I guess her mother and her brother. Um, so there was definitely some of that where I was like, okay, let, let's get this, get this going a little bit. But once it got going, finally it was good. Um, do you think, what do you think would have happened had they disguised this as not a predator movie? Um, <laughs> I love the idea, but you lose Probably eighty eighty five percent of the audience. Like, you I think so? Who... You, you think even if like they 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 edit the trailer in a way where you you clearly know something is out there, it starts to probably feel like an M Night Shyamalan trailer or a Jordan Peele trailer, right? Like she's trying to hunt. There's something hunting her. You don't know what it is, but we never show it. We never show the red dots. 
do you think you think people are just disinterested because it's not Predator anymore? Um, no, I think I think there are a lot of people. If you do it right, uh, if you do, if you show the bear or hunting the bear, or even even the the cat um, of more of an adventure hunting, I don't think it's the same audience, but I do think you do get an audience. Uh, and I think that'd be a really, really awesome reveal. I would love to do that, but there's absolutely no way a studio would have the balls to do that and, and hide, bury the lead, you know, like that's, that's who's on the glass that you got when you walked in the theater, you know, you put predator. On yeah, the, on I, the... <laughs> I get it. I just wonder, I oh, wonder I'd love if... it. I, I, to be shocked like that, that'd be <clears throat> fantastic. Oh, I, uh, my friend and I in, in high school, we always wanted a random raptor to show up in the middle of a movie. Just as you know, goodwill <laughs> hunting, and all of a sudden there's a freaking raptor. Like what? You know, mm-hmm. just just something to just totally you had no idea was coming. And the fact that it is something that we know, but we didn't know, uh, I would love that. I would absolutely love. That. I see. I, I do think the you're right. There would be not as much initial hype, but I think the word of mouth hype and the buildup and the probably half star average bump you get by just shocking people by doing that, I think would, would have created more of like a groundswell. So you wouldn't have had everybody tuning in on day one when prey came out and then it kind of like slowly trickling down. I think you would have seen like the word of mouth ripple up and like this big, cause you, you'd be talking about like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta see this movie called prey. I don't want to tell you anything about it. Just, just go watch it. Cause you know, you, you couldn't tell somebody about it without giving it away. Well, okay, but you're being very generous to the internet and people because sure. uh, I think it'd be out before you really got that shock value. But that's that's not really different than any other movie that has spoilers, right? It's no different than Infinity War or Endgame. Like, well, those are like gotta... plot points, but I think if you just said, no, it's a Predator movie. <laughs> I think I think that would clearly get out before you got to the people. Yeah, that... but I don't know. I guess I just see it as not really being any different than any other spoiler of a character showing up or some big twist. Like I can easily I can just as easily type the words it's a predator movie as I can, you know, Tony Stark dies. Like the it's the same number sure. of characters that I type. It's the same image I could put on a Facebook post, you know. So to me it's no different. Well, I think I mentioned this to you. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast before, but that experience that you're describing happened to me with uh, From Dust Till Dawn of a guy at Blockbuster that I worked with. He gave me um, the movie, said, just go watch it. I didn't look at the box, didn't do anything, just had the Blockbuster tape. I put it in, I'm watching, and we got George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino and this, you know, robber drama uh, kind of action piece and I'm really digging it and then all of a sudden bam vampires mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you're halfway through the movie and all of a sudden mm-hmm. vampire like what and I love vampires at, and it was a great it just hit me and I think that's why I love the movie so much is I did not know that was coming right which is hard to do in this day and age I mean that was at least in the late 90s when you know it took a lot for the word of mouth to get around and stuff of what happens in Sixth Sense or what Dust Till Dawn is. And then now it can all be ruined in a split second. So, but I guess what I'm saying is I just don't see the difference in the level of spoilers. And I would, I would have probably, if I putting me in the head of the studios, I would have said, I probably wouldn't even have called it Prey because I think too many people would connect the dots between Predator and Prey just on the wordplay. I word don't think play. so. I don't think so. I think it's you don't think clever so? wordplay. I I think it's it enough is. to where people would not 
make the connection. Well, and you could, you would need to, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think there would be, so what would happen in a trailer when you do this, right? You're, you're clearly messing with people, right? Like you're, you're, you're wanting them to think about what this thing in the forest could be. And I think, you, you know, you start thinking of what things could be and there's prey staring at you. You're going to be like, well, she's the prey. What's the predator? And like, oh, is it a predator that's out there? Like, I don't think it's a bridge too far for people to connect those dots. I would change the title of the movie. And that way you don't really even, that doesn't even enter your mind. So you're saying that she's the prey. I took it as she's the hunter. So she well, was hunting them. And so it I think it goes the, both ways. Whatever it is that she's hunting. But I mean, that's how you set up your, your trailer of she's, she's the hunter. Sure. Um, but I, I think it would just, if you're going to play that card, I think you want to shot, like, like you don't want to go through the effort of hiding the fact that this is a predator and then be cute with the title of the movie and potentially give it away. Like you got to commit to the cell all the way. So I think you, you got to come up with something in, that doesn't even, you could not even remotely connect the dots back to predator. Well, I, I liked the change to prey and I think that would yes. throw you off enough. And especially when you change the whole setting. When you when you throw it back into the 1700s, uh, immediately throws me off the scent of this could be a predator movie. Like it, it just doesn't connect to me. For the most part, I think you're right. But I'm saying like you got to commit. You don't want to leave any breadcrumbs. Like you, if you're gonna do <laughs> oh, this, I, and you're I, I get go what you're through. saying. But I do think it's clever enough <laughs> that after the fact, you're like, mm, pray, good good work there. But I don't think it's enough to tip me off of. Yeah, halfway through. I think I think you give you do not give enough credit to the same internet community that you talk about spoiling things. Like, do you not see these YouTube videos where they go through like every little frame of a trailer and try to find every last thing? Sure, these people are going to latch on to prey and connect dots. So you change the title, you hide it all, and then you let the word of mouth just run wild, and you know hope hope people can stay spoiler free just like they always do but you get the word of mouth going that oh you got to see this but i can't tell you why i can't tell you anything about it it's kind of like how you uh did that to me with um sorry to bother you like i can't tell you just go watch it you need to watch it right like and i got some weird shit in the middle of the movie but had like a predator just shown up in the middle of the movie it would have been just as kind of weird right but whoa not expecting that at all right? right like and i think that same thing you could do here so i I don't know. It all just goes back to the running theme of our entire 189 episodes of this podcast, which is keep some shit to yourself, right? Like, right. if you want to keep a stale ass franchise relevant, play tricks with people. Like, you know, toy with them, hit them when they don't expect it. Like, you didn't, you didn't even expect this to be a Predator movie, and we gave that to you. That's how we reinvigorate the franchise, because the concept itself is played out. So you got to like dance around it with all the other stuff. So now you've changed the, the setting and put it in Native America. Cool. If you're going to do this again, I think you, just, you, you keep it totally secret. Or you, you do the same thing with Alien, too, right? If you're trying to bring that thing back, you make this really scary sci-fi movie or whatever you want to do, but don't even remotely hint that it's alien. Don't put alien in the name. Don't put Ridley Scott as a writer. Don't do anything and just, you know, midway through the movie, random xenomorph. I think that's the only way you do it. And that's how I kind of watched uh, Life that Sony put out. Right. 
that I, I wanted it to be a Venom origin story by the time you got to the very end because it, it all connect the dots all connect to make that Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I do give Sony way too much credit. Uh, I thought that they may have been trying to, I was like, Oh, life foundation. That's her Venom come from space. You know, this, this thing that could be a symbiote. Yep. Um, that would have been again, giving them way too much credit, but, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, of course, of course I want that. But then you have the people <laughs> in the room that are sitting there going, we have to give them something to, to get them there. They have to get there to the, to the theater. Yep. And then ruin it with trailers. <laughs> they do. I don't know what else to say about Prey. I feel like we've talked okay. about everything okay. except well, he, Prey. Okay, let's, let's uh, the elephant in the room for me is the gun. Okay. Okay. So the gun at the end of the movie mm-hmm. that uh, she tosses her mother, mother, father, um, that shows 1705. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever the date was, 1703 or whatever. Uh, that was at the end of uh, Predator 2 Yep, that the Predator people gave to Danny Glover after he killed um, one of the Predators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how do they get that gun? So they had an opportunity yeah. to somehow tie in the gun mm-hmm. somehow some way um they made it seem like okay well the predators came back and then slaughtered these indigenous people to take the gun now yeah somehow they got to get it back right yeah it's like she like they don't know that she earned it and it really has no tie to her whatsoever it was a guy Mm -hmm. that predator easily dispatched and had no symbolism to him whatsoever Mm -hmm. and it just it it was a interesting callback until you realize it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, no. It, it, it was never about how did the humans get the guns from the Predator. It was how did the Predator get the guns from the humans. Like You, you had the backstory. You just assumed that the Predator had been coming to Earth for however long, right? And Which they had. Took it from, yeah, but yeah, it doesn't make any sense that it's, it's in their hands. The, at the very least, there should have been other Predator there mm-hmm. not that he took that as his trophy it's i i don't know it doesn't yeah. it doesn't make sense how they tied the gun in because then you're looking for prey to and somehow the predator it has to win the gun back right <laughs> yeah. i mean they have to right. win to take the gun yeah. back so right i that 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 left me with a, uh, uh i don't like the thought yeah because it doesn't make sense nope it, it's not a pretty bow. You just have to assume that uh, you're, you're at the same assumption you were in Predator 2, which is that a Predator comes and kills some people from the 1700s and takes the gun. That didn't, right. that, that still doesn't change from... Right. We, <laughs> still haven't seen that, we still haven't seen that story. Right. And but now indigenous people have, have this gun. Right. You know? So it's not a mm-hmm. a French explorer anymore that they fight. <laughs> that right. We've now changed hands to this gun. Yep. So that's that that's that and I okay, the final kill. I like mm-hmm. the way she used his weapons against him. I don't like that that's what killed him. Okay. Like I would have been fine with him being tricked into losing an arm or something, but I don't like that being the, the final the final kill. I was okay with it. It just the the kill seemed a little um 
I don't know, circumstantial is the right way. Like, you know, like so many things had to go right for her to pull off that stunt exactly how it happened. And mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always one of those people in movies. It's like, really? Like, I, I know you, okay, there's some cool foresight there, some thought put into it of like, she planned this out, but like, there's so many variables in that that could have gone wrong and you would have been totally screwed that right. it almost makes it feel like more like more luck than skill. Like, it, it, okay, right. I'll give you the skill that you thought of it, but the execution was like 98% luck. It's like, yeah, you thought of the Hail Mary, but it's just dumb luck that it tipped off of four guys and you caught it in the back of the end zone. Like, that's not execution at that point. Right. And, and similar... Just like like you were saying, of she had to have assumed that that's the weapon that he was going to use to to kill right. her. Uh, she backed herself into that and and, and all of that. Um, the same problem that I had with Nope when we talked about Nope of the leaps of logic. Me as an audience member when she when they said, "Oh, this flower can lower the body heat," you know, of mm-hmm. the blood. Like okay, well that's that's clearly going to come into play, but how do they figure that out? And she, somehow, it, it didn't make sense when she figured it out. She goes, "Oh, he can't see him," but he was also playing dead. Yeah. And then he did see him by stepping right. on him, and get, like, and nothing led you to believe that by slowing, by cooling the blood, that she could be invisible. Right. Yeah, I, I appreciated the the thought there so that we're not back to the mud stuff again. Um, which they did cover her with mud, which... Yeah, but they, immediately you're right. to cleaned her off. <laughs> <laughs> they, they could have been a little bit more precise in that. Like, it'd be one thing if he had the medicine and he was, like, truly just standing up, you know, and the predator couldn't see him and she would understand that she had just given him the medicine, blah, blah, blah. So there's, there was a better way of executing that. I was, I was fine with it. Um, you know, there's not many ways you're going to be able to get a, a native American in the 1700s to understand that the predator can't see because of the being cold or whatever. Well, not even cold, but like your blood is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So those things, and there's one more that I can't think of, but anything that, that stands out to you, no, I mean, I like I said, the, you brought up some good things. I think there's some small little things here and there. It's not a perfect movie. Um, I, I'm fine with anybody giving it between a three and a four. Um, a little slow in parts, but I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the action. I thought the Predator looked good. Like I said, they didn't CGI the Predator, so that was fantastic because I'm getting real tired of terrible CGI. The bear looked worse than anything else in the movie to me. That's true. So, I knew you were going to go um, to the bear. Yeah, I mean, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, they didn't over-abuse the CGI. That was the only piece. I'm like, okay, it's a Hulu original. Yeah, I get it. A bear is probably kind of tough to make look real. Uh, I'll trade a bad CGI bear for a good-looking practical effects predator any day of the week. So that's fine. I'll sure. give you that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I you know, solid. I, I can't imagine people hating it. Um, I can imagine some people probably fawning all over it, but it's, it's a good watch. Hulu original, Predator sequel, yeah, all around solid. I'd say they have they have a win, a yeah. win for for the Hulu studio. Yeah, for sure. Um, hope they leave it alone. Hope they don't get any cute <laughs> ideas with Alien. Um, yeah, you you know they 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 own the the rights. They're gonna do something. <laughs> so you yep. just have to try to will them to something that. We're going to enjoy. Yep. 
Are we done? Is that it for Prey? I think that's it for Prey. Okay. What do we got going on in September? Uh, we got a whole we're mess. Cover... We got a whole mess of September. September sucks. I mean, I don't... So we're going to talk Cobra Kai, because we've done every season of Cobra Kai so far on the podcast, I think. I believe so. It's the only uh, TV series that we've uh, we've covered. Yeah, which is good. I mean, it's right up our alley, and it's been a good series. So, like, we, we, picked, we picked well on that. So we're definitely going to cover that wild card for the other episode of September. I don't think wild we card. know. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. And I'm not, honestly, I'm not even overly sure October and November get much much better but i think there's at least one or two movies in each of those months that we can go see well there's there's halloween kills too or halloween ends ends there you go yes halloween ends um black adam somewhere in there and you keep getting pushed back black adam black panther is november um so yeah we we at least have a couple of movies here and there but september was rough so cobra kai and then we'll we'll figure out the wild card for september but that's what's on the on the docket i think Sounds good cool. to me. All right. Carson, where can they find you on Twitter? At Carson Graff, G-R-A-F-F. You can find me at Two Views Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at, at Two Views Movies, or you can email us at twoviewsmovies at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via Apple, Google, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen, we are there. Like we mentioned, next episode, assuming we can get through it pretty quickly, will be Cobra Kai or the Wild Card. I don't know. Those are the two you're getting in September. Be on the lookout for them. (laughs) (laughs) And we will catch you next time. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both.